like. Our earthly living is preparing us for our heavenly life and our eternal life that we will have. But he comes in verse 13 because the believers are struggling with some things. They've had some uh, folks who have died in the church. Uh, and they are concerned. What does this mean for the future? What does this mean for the resurrection? What does this mean when Christ returns? Will we be in more benefit and more blessed than they will be? Uh, are they going to remain in the dirt? What's going to happen to them? And so here the answers are given about the resurrection of the dead in Christ and the rapture of the church that are those who are alive and remain who are in Christ Jesus. So verse 13 says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then... We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Here in verse 17, we're going to see the rapture of the living, those who are alive in Christ. This is the rapture, the calling away, the translation of the church from earth to heaven, from here to there, in the air, through the air, right? Now, in verse 17, notice the very first word here, then. Here in the past couple of verses, we've been getting uh, sort of the order of events. Now, the order of events is a singular event, yet in multiple parts. We have this coming of the Lord on this day, which is not His second coming where He steps foot on the earth again. That's coming after the great day of tribulation. Uh, over there, he will step foot on the earth and then will establish the millennial kingdom where he'll rule and he'll reign. And you and I will get to be a part of rebuilding and replenishing and, and seeing the earth um, uh, subdued under his kingdom and his righteousness. And what we see is that before all of this is that there's a lot of things taking place. But you and I are looking forward to what we call the rapture. But on that day of the rapture, right? There is uh, the resurrection of the dead in Christ first, meaning those who have passed away, who have gone to be with the Lord, their bodies shall come up out of the grave or shall be gathered together if they were spread apart, whether it be ashes or being burned or whatever it might have been. Whatever situation, God is able to bring them back and He will uh, resurrect their bodies from the dead to meet them. And then, notice the order, then which we are alive and remain shall be then caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. This gives the answer in the previous couple of verses, and in this verse today, verse 17, of what's going to happen to those who have already died in Christ and to those of us who are alive if that day happens today. Now, I'll, I'll never forget, there was a time when I was going through uh, Bible doctrines with our youth group, and uh, we had a very uh, fairly small youth room. We had kind of made it to where it wasn't like so far in the back that way, but more so wide, so everyone was kind of sitting up close, and uh, I remember uh, talking about the rapture, and everyone's kind of, ooh, what's that mean? What's it going to look like? And, you know, there's a lot of folks who get kind of nervous about it, and these, these, te 